Hi and welcome at episode number 8 of Personal Branding, the podcast. In this episode, we talk about neuromarketing. My guest is Joey. Joey and I are colleagues. We work in the same team and he is very passionate about neuromarketing. He explains us how we can use some of the neuromarketing principles to build very strong personal brands. And he also shares some of his thoughts and experiences around personal branding. So let's not wait any longer. Let's welcome Joey to this episode. Hi, Joey. Welcome. It's great to have you. Yeah, so thanks for uh, for having me, uh, Wendy. Yeah, well, well, thanks. And I'm really excited because we're going to talk about a topic that I can also learn a lot for, about. So um, we're going to talk about neuromarketing. But before we kick it off, can you maybe do a quick introduction? Who you are, what you do? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, my name is Joey. I work at LinkedIn as an enterprise client solutions manager for two years now. Um, in the same team as uh, as you're operating in, and yeah, my core responsibility here is to help clients with achieving their marketing goals. Um, before that, I was working at Exact, which is one of the leading business software providers in the Netherlands, as a performance marketer. So I was running full funnel marketing campaigns on different platforms such as Google Display, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And yeah, personally, I'm a huge fan of building a strong personal brand since um, yeah I'm convinced that yeah this could definitely help you in your career and um, yeah so I'm also a fan of the podcast of course ah, that, that's very nice of you to say <laughs> so yeah today we're going to talk about neuromarketing uh, it's something you're very passionate about you already told me uh, a lot of things about it and it really made me enthusiastic and I thought this is something we need to share um, with the wider audience so maybe you can start by explaining what neuromarketing is. Yeah, sure. So that's a, that's a good question, since I think it's good to start by saying that neuromarketing is not a type of marketing, but it's a type of neurological research. So in short, the goal of neuromarketing is to better understand the client and your customer and the response to the marketing stimuli um, by measuring this process in the brain directly. So the results of the different types of research that has been done could then be used in your marketing strategy. That, that is interesting. And um, having personal branding in my mind, of course, um, you were talking about this and you said, wow, there's a really strong relation to personal branding. Um, can you tell a bit more about that and how that works in your opinion? Yeah, so I can, I can definitely do. Um, so I think for me, it all started with um, yeah, a post on LinkedIn, which said like, did you know that 95% of all our choices are being made in the unconscious and find out how to influence the unconscious with neuromarketing. So yeah, my interest in neuromarketing started there. And up until that moment, I was always thinking that we as humans are most of all making our choices rational. So that had definitely triggered my interest. And I think the relation with um, personal branding is in the end that we're also trying to influence our audience uh, with a strong personal brand. So it, um, it all started there. And yeah, because from what I've seen over the past years, and I'm pretty sure you have experienced this as well, is that many companies have marketing strategies that are trying to influence the conscious of people within their target audience which made sense in my eyes, but 
I was also convinced that people are mostly rational human beings instead of emotional. But yeah, since I uh, found out more uh, neuromarketing, this changed my mindset. And I also think this works for personal branding. So are you using this for your own personal brands already or are you getting started with using it? Yeah, so when it comes to my own experience, I try to brand myself as yeah, someone with a good knowledge of basically everything related to online marketing. And that's on the one hand because I'm really interested in all this and I want to be up to date on what's happening in the industry. But on the other hand, it's because it really helps me to advise my clients in a better way. And yeah, when I saw the ad around the 95% choices are being made in the unconscious, yeah, I thought this is something that could really help me advise my clients in a better way as well. Um, yeah, since every client I've worked with in the past is yeah basing decisions on the conscious instead of the uh, unconscious. So um, yeah, that was uh, new to me. Yeah. Yeah, you also told me something about the six or seven principles uh, that, that are neuromarketing, if I can say so. Mm-hmm. And there are two specific ones you said that, in your opinion, relate the strongest to personal branding and that can actually help when you build a personal brand. Can you tell more about those two? Yeah. So um, before that, I will tell you something about the, um, the masterclass I, I followed uh, over the past months. So, yeah, the ad I told you about that linked to a masterclass around neuromarketing. And it said that in four months, you will be able to understand the basics and best practices around neuromarketing. So I enrolled myself and, yeah, it was a great, uh, a great mark, the masterclass. And part of it was the uh, Robert Cialdini. So for the ones who don't know Cialdini yet, he's actually the founder of yeah, every relevant insight related to persuasion. And he's also the writer of the bestseller, The Influence of Persuasion. And in his book, and also in the course I followed, he was telling about the seven principles of persuasion. And two of them are authority and likability. And yeah, after that part of the course, I thought there's a strong relationship with personal brand as well. Since yeah, what I just mentioned, I really think that by creating a strong personal brand, in the end, we're all trying to persuade or convince our audience. And yeah, that could be by giving free advice to a close friend or to have a strategic sales pitch to a prospect, for example. But in the end, in both cases, you need to convince them and they need to believe you. Um, yeah, and therefore, these seven principles are really uh, helping and the two of them are most related to to personal branding yeah and and becoming an authority uh completely makes sense to me becoming a thought leader becoming somebody people trust as you already said it's easier said than done um can you give any tips on how you can become an authority or what you should be thinking of when you become an authority just one authority yeah, research has shown that people are more likely to believe you when you are perceived as an expert in an area. So, for example, if a doctor says you need to take your medicines to recover, yeah, there's a good chance that you will listen to the advice. And if the best sales executive within your company shares some tips, you will probably use these tips as well. So this also works with personal branding. 
And therefore, if you want to build a strong personal brand, yeah, authority is key. And being an authority or expert will influence your personal brand in a positive way. Um, yeah, you can do this. There, there's one easy way to do this. And yeah, that's by, um, first of all, make visible to your followers all diplomas, credentials, and awards to establish a sort of background. And that's the foundation of your authority then. Um, the other one is engaging with people who are posting and talking about the topics you want to become an expert in. So you will see that when, first of all, you defined the industry or the area you want to build your personal brand in, that if you engage with these kind of people and you give value to them by answering their questions or solving their problems, your authority will automatically start growing and especially start growing within the audiences you've engaged with. Because you can, for example, be an authority to me uh, when it comes to personal branding, but not for other people. Um, it's like the people you've engaged with, you have the biggest chance to become an authority uh, in. Yeah, and, and I think it's great advice. It's something I strongly believe in as well. On the other hand, what people often tell me is, do I already know enough to become an authority? So do I, I'm not an expert. I don't know everything. How do I get started? And should I be an authority or am I not ready yet to become an authority? Yeah. What's your opinion there? Yeah, that's a good one, actually. And that was the, the same question I had when I was following the course. And then the, the teacher told me that, um, yeah, what I just told you, that, for example, when it comes to personal branding, um, if somebody within my network asks me anything around personal branding, yeah, there's a, there's a good chance that I will direct them to you. Because within my network, I think you're an authority on this topic. And yeah, the same works for online marketing. Like, of course, I know there's a lot of online marketing gurus and experts on the platform. Um, so I'm definitely not the authority, but maybe within my network, uh, people are thinking that I'm the one to reach out to if they have questions around LinkedIn marketing or Facebook marketing, Google marketing. So I think you don't need to be an authority for the, um, for the whole world, so to say, but you can start small. So by engaging with people who are asking questions on the platform, showing compassion and really helping them, you will automatically start with becoming an authority. And that starts small, but yeah, the more people you've engaged with, um, yeah, the, the more authority you will have within the um, specific topic. Yeah, I like that one. So you could also start this in the company you work for, for example, for your colleagues. Yeah, so this is, uh, I think, something we've uh, experienced as well. Like, yeah, you can become a subject matter expertise within a specific topic. And yeah, that starts then within your own company. But as we are working with lots of enterprises, yeah, you can then show value to them as well. And yeah, when you do so, um, yeah, there's a good chance that they will direct their people to you as well. And yeah, by showing your, your value on the network then, on the LinkedIn network, yeah, it automatically starts growing. So you can, like I said, start with, engaging with people, but then you can also create your own videos or your own blog post around a specific topic. 
And then you will see that people will also engage with you. So the other way around, because they will see you as an authority. And um, yeah, therefore authority is key, um, but it's not the, the only principle that's, that's important for building a strong personal brand. And I also think that likability is really important. Um, and reason being is that, yeah, research has shown that we are more likely to believe people who we see as friends or people we yeah, really like. And yeah, that isn't rocket science, but since we decide this in the unconscious, it's yeah, really important to keep in mind when, person, uh, when building your personal brand. But how, I think it, it's for me, it's the main question. How do you become likable? I mean, it's so personal. Who do you like and who do you dislike? So how do you make sure you become likable? Yeah, so that's, that's also a good question. Like the same for authority. I think it's impossible to become likable within the full audience you're trying to engage with. I think there's always people who will maybe see you as an expert, but maybe they don't like you. So it's not the only principle that... Um, works for having a strong personal brand. Cialdini, for example, he is definitely an authority. But to be honest, um, yeah, there's maybe in special, I don't like him that much because I don't know the person. Uh, he never helped me in a personal way, but because his authority is so strong, um, yeah, there's a good chance that I will follow up on his advices in his books. So it could be a combination of both. And if you have a really strong authority, yeah, the likability is less important and the other way around. But for example, one way to increase your likability is finding a common ground with the people you meet. So if you can connect with them on their interests, um, on their professional experiences, for example, or anything else, you have a solid ground to build from. So when you see somebody asking uh, a question on a LinkedIn platform and you've studied the same education or you worked for the same company, that there's already a solid background and that makes that the chance that they will like you is already a little bit yeah, more than uh, when you don't have that solid background. So that really, really starts by finding a common ground. And I think also when you already start by showing compassion, because you want to, to help somebody with a question. And if you do so with a lot of people on the platform, yeah, they will see that as well. And then it becomes visible that you're helping people and you're showing compassion. And that will definitely increase your uh, likability. Yeah, that's great advice, actually. Yeah. So checking out people's profile, find out what you have in common or... or what you've done, maybe maybe went to the same school or you have the same interest and, and use that when you reach out to people. That's that's a nice one. And I think it's interesting because I, I see that you do it a lot yourself. So you proactively advise people sometimes when you see something on LinkedIn, they do a post and you see something could be better or they're asking for help. Um, you're always giving tips and tricks and I think it's really strong. Uh, and, and now you tell me everything about authority and likability. So now I understand why you do it. Did you already get some results out of that? Something that happened to you because of those activities or nice connections you made or people reacting to it? Something you can share? Yeah. So to be honest, and that's maybe a, a funny story as well. Like 
yeah, I'm now working at LinkedIn for two years, but before I worked at Exact, and there um, Exact was also an enterprise client for LinkedIn. So we had an uh, account director there as well. He's uh, actually the same account director as I'm currently working with. But um, because I, um, I think because he, um, yeah, was liking me maybe during meetings, he thought, okay, this guy's sharing some great stories and asking relevant questions. And yeah, maybe I worked on my likability during those meetings with LinkedIn. Um, yeah, he also gave me a recommendation to the hiring manager uh, two years ago. So yeah, actually I'm now working at LinkedIn, maybe due to that as well. Um, and yeah, what you've told about like me answering people's questions on the platform, sometimes after I, I respond to their LinkedIn post, for example, they reach out to me one-on-one -on -one and yeah, then they uh, thank me for the, for the reaction, for the response, but also sometimes they will give me the opportunity to participate in different meetings or to give me some visibility on the platform. And I think this is an example as well, like you inviting me to this podcast. Um, I, I think it all starts with giving people the value um, they're asking. And if you give them value, they will definitely give it back to you. And yeah, I think the best way to start with is by yeah, giving them value on the LinkedIn platform, on their posts, on their questions and problems. And yeah, that's, that's again, something what, what works unconscious, I think, because yeah, even though you yeah, won't like someone maybe in the first place, if he or she is solving your problems or questions, yeah, unconsciously you will directly start liking them uh, because they really showed value to you and yeah like i said 95 percent of our choices are made unconsciously so that will definitely help them and i think we as marketers are a uh, world champion in focusing on the conscious <laughs> but this really uh, opened my eyes to maybe shift the focus to the unconscious yeah since we can make them yeah make a way more impact on the um, the choices we make yeah yeah, it's great advice. And it's something we can all do from today on. Because how much time does it take you to answer some questions? How much time would you spend on it per week? Yeah, to be honest, I think it's it's no more than an hour. Like, of course, I'm, I'm scrolling to the network each day. And it also gives you um, energy, I think, in my case. Because I want to be up to date um, on everything within online marketing. I think that's the same for you. So... Yeah, on the one end, you're helping people, but on the other end, it helps you to become up to date on everything that's happening in the business and in the industry. So it works, yeah, both ways. And yeah, it gives you energy and yeah, helping people is always a good thing, I think. And if it helps you as well, that makes it a win-win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So besides of the, the activities you've been doing yourself, are there people out there that you think are great examples if we want to get inspired by people who are already doing this and who would they be? Yeah, so for me, uh, I just mentioned his name already. Is yeah, That's Robert Caldini. So like he's the founder of yeah, the persuasion principles and within marketing, I think his authority is, yeah, it's insane. Uh, I think everybody within online marketing knows him. Um, he has written some bestsellers and... I think he's a good example of somebody with so much authority that the other six principles are 
not so much important anymore. Because like the same with the doctor, like yeah, you can like the doctor, but in the end, if he advise you something, most of the times, yeah, you will listen and follow up on that. So I think Gaudini is for me a good example of somebody with a great authority. Um, somebody with both a great authority and uh, likability is for me our former CEO. So that's Jeff Wiener. And yeah, the way he's always helping people on LinkedIn and is always showing his compassion makes him really likable. And yeah, the authority speaks for itself, I think, because yeah, he was the former CEO of LinkedIn. I think his career speaks for itself, but he's someone um, who combines it with a great likability as well to many people I know. So that's, for me, he's, he's really inspiring. And still the way he is engaging with people, like I can imagine he has a, has a busy work life as well, but still every single day I see him engaging with people, um, responding to questions and solving problems. And most of all, showing compassion that makes him really, um, yeah, both likable and having a good authority. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's just, it's a great example. I completely agree. And and the one thing I was thinking of, so if people are listening now and they want to get started, and they're, they're like, "This is great advice. Let's let's do something that helps my own brand." Uh, one of the things you mentioned is helping other people, so answering questions. Um, making sure that uh, you share some of your knowledge to become that authority, but also keep it personal because you want to be likable. Is there any other tip you would like to share that can help when people are getting started with all of this? Yeah, I think the, the best tip, and it, it all starts by defining what topics uh, interest you the most and what will be the audience you want to engage with. Because I think a common mistake is that you want to be a thought leader or an expert within a you know, too many areas, for example. And that's something I was thinking about for myself as well. Like online marketing is a broad area and it's a broad industry, but also neuromarketing really triggered my interest. So I thought, yeah, maybe I should pick either one, uh, but I decided to pick the combination of both. So my main goal is not to become an authority within both, but yeah, a mix of both. So how you can use neuromarketing within online marketing, so to say. But I think for yeah, a tip from my side would be to start by defining that area and also by defining the audience. So yeah, first start with your own followers. And that that's only uh, responding to people's questions or problems and not even writing a blog or creating videos. First, focus on your own network. And yeah, if you focus on something, on some topics that you're really interested in, yeah, it's, it's really, um, it's an easy start then. And you won't see it as creating a personal brand because it goes automatically, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and it's something we're all good at, right? Helping other people very often that gives us a good feeling so yeah so definitely easy. yeah i think it's uh, like i said a win-win so um yeah it gives you um, a good feeling and yeah it gives them a good feeling as well because you prove value to them so you can really start small and automatically you will see your authority and likability growing yeah 
Well, that was great advice. Thank you very much for sharing it with us. And thank you for taking the time to share your thoughts and ideas with us as well. Um, for the people who have more questions, I'll make sure I uh, share your LinkedIn URL in the show notes so people can reach out to you if they want to. But for now, thank you very much. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, thank you for, uh, for having me. It was a pleasure uh, being here. And of course, uh, feel free to, uh, to share my profile and uh, I will see if uh, there are many questions coming in. I bet there will be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you.